My dearest Justin, you are our North Star, our constant reminder of love beyond measure. I used to think I was the favorite parent and have since learned otherwise. Before I had a chance to feel a way, I realized I'd choose you too. I realized that I never had a chance to choose a favorite parent. Mom, you are always my favorite. That having a loving and intentional black father, I realized to choose was a privilege. To say you matter would understate the immense amount of joy that I feel watching you create this blueprint for our daughter. When I gave you my hand in marriage, I have since realized I gave our daughter the best chance on the planet to be whole. And there's nothing that will ever change that. Justin Ross, Happy Father's Day. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me what you gonna do Baby, if you don't finish this joint But I know what I know what you gonna Zibari. do How you know I was on that? <laughs> How you know I was hot on that verse? Ooh, they say hot body So nobody know the verse Oh, okay <laughs> yeah, You know the verse, you the feds this might be true. <laughs> what did these niggas say? Get <laughs> at you a hot toddy. What you gonna do? Oh, oh, man. Man. We back. We back, man. Let me tell you something. I know I have learned throughout the years that there are certain things that you could do for a living that are artistic things. And you can only do these things when you are inspired to do so. And I realize that having a podcast and this platform is one of those artistic things. We are meant to be together because that's how I was going to open this podcast. We haven't even talked about whatever this episode is going to be about. For real. But that was how I was going to open this. You're my soulmate. Like, for real. I was going to open this by saying, like, yo, if y'all listen to this and y'all listen to other podcasts besides ours Mm -hmm. and they are still producing content in this time, (laughs) much respect to them Mm -hmm. because I don't have nothing for you. Unless their podcast has a platform for, like, drama. Yeah, like, like, (laughs) yeah. Who is out here putting out new content? I mean, if you out here, okay, let me take it back. If you out here no, putting out new content right now and you're able to do it comfortably, mm-hmm. that is a skill yeah. that I don't have mm-hmm. because everything with me right now revolves around trauma and revolves around me being black in America. Mm-hmm. So you're ba- able to be comfortable mm-hmm. and you're able to be normal in this time and talk about stuff. Outside of being black in America, that is impressive. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good impressive or a bad impressive, but... It's a questionable impressive. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. And I just can't do it. So with but that being said... But wait, but don't bash brands that have been producing because some of us do um, pre-record episodes. That's true. And yeah. some and we do need that break. Like, And that's, that's the other part of it. Like, we do need that break like to hear from people that we enjoy... Mm-hmm. Outside of what we're going through on a daily basis, so yeah. I appreciate you if you're able to do that. I just can't do it. So my point being is, 
we're going to give you these episodes when you're going to get them because. <laughs> wait, wait, hold the fuck. <laughs> hey. Y'all, that is not the point. No, nah, like, I was like, hey, man, we need to record an episode like we do. No, we've been saying it for two weeks. I, I just got one thing to give you mm-hmm. week after week. And yeah. I don't feel like talking about the same thing every single week and being depressed all over again. Yeah. So I don't apologize. And. We're here now. Here we are. Here we are. Trying to figure out the lyrics to boom, 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 boom. One of the best groups ever. Oh my God, yo, you always know. I'm a musical savant. Okay, Justin. Yeah. This is your second time. This season coming up with some crazy shit. Musically, I'm undefeated. Justin. Bone Thugs and Harmony was the best I group. One of the best groups ever. Yo, who did, who did we talk about last time? I think you were talking about DMX as. DMX. Babe, one sing, of the best a, sing two more Bone Thugs and Harmony songs. Yo. Right now. I'm going to give you one. I said two. I'm going to give you. Okay. Meet you at the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Is that the one we that just does, did? That shit don't count. Everybody know that. Man. I'm gonna give you one, and it's gonna count for two. No, don't. don't. Justin, just sing the song because you're stalling. I know you're about to make some shit up. Go ahead. People don't know it because it sticks in my head to this day. Okay, sticks in stone. Before, uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, little dude name right (laughs) now? Wait, pause. Hold on. What's the little dude now? You gotta know how to ride. (laughs) (laughs) No, there we go. (laughs) 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 He is. He fucking tried it. Wait. Now, what's the other dude who just did? Lil Nas X. What's the song he did? The Cowboy song? You gotta take my horns to the town. They did that before Lil Nas X. And how did it go? They did that before Lil Nas X, and man. So he. You better count your money. You better count your money. Get old cowboy. Hey, you don't and know that is a contribution that. of the best. It group was cold. Ever. I'm one of them four counties. Came through with the four horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> that she was bad in the You guys. Now, what's the next one? Hey, it was cold. Okay. Cold. Uh, so, anyway. And they could have just stuck together. So, <laughs> I wonder if they natural now. Or they still hey, got the next verses terms. need to be Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Three Cents Mafia. Just now, that would be crazy. Okay, I don't want to talk to you on this episode anymore. It's a fly in the house, and it's bothering me. A fly. So listen, guys. It is um, it's ten thirty. <laughs> we six minutes into this thing ain't talked about not a thing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's six thirty. I mean, it ain't no damn. It's ten thirty. It's Father's Day. Babe, did you have a good Father's Day? I had a great Father's Day. You did? I really did. I really did. We came in. We still social distancing. So we invited one other family who I know has been social distancing as hard as we have. Just over to um, just to break bread with and have our kids play. Our kids are maybe a couple months apart. Um, And then we come in the house and Justin is like... I want to report a, 
record a, a podcast episode. I'm exhausted, but I said, let's do it. I appreciate that because like you really gotta be in the mood, and we like two weeks behind. We'll never put timestamps on these and talk about like we don't when we record lifestyle, but we like two weeks behind and. I don't know. Like, as we alluded to earlier, like, we just, it hasn't been in us. Yeah. It takes a lot to, like, talk about something other than what's going on. So, we appreciate y'all tuning in. We hear y'all just going to get this episode when we put it out. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it's Father's Day, and a lot has happened on this Father's Day to make me be like, I don't know what I want to talk about, but I just want to talk. Mm-hmm. So... It's been cool. What do you want to talk cool. about? Tell me, tell me some of the things. It's been real. It's been real emotional, like on a good level. Mm-hmm. Like, like one, it made me reflect. Like I always reflect on Father's Day. Like, like how was I? Like how was Father's Day growing up to me? Where it was like never a holiday. Mm-hmm. And then like how much of a blessing it is now. Because for those of you, like, I feel like we allude to this and, like, people are like, like, what is the gap here? Like, I hear you talking about, like, you you didn't have a father growing up, but then, like, are you talking about your dad? And, like, what's going on? Like, what happened there? So, like, I met my dad when I was 16. And at that point, it was like, okay. Like, I'm almost grown now, if that's what you want to call grown. But, like, that's one of my favorite people in my life now. So... Like, having the chance and the opportunity to talk to him now about life. Like, he's one of my favorite people to talk to. And I feel like God goes full circle. Mm -hmm. And he puts people in your life when they're supposed to be there. Yeah. So, like, being able to talk to him about just life in general now means the world to me. And us being able to connect as adults. Like, he wasn't there when I thought I needed him, but he's been there like when I absolutely needed him the most. Mm-hmm. And that to me is, has been a game changer to where like, it's like, hey, we don't even got to talk about it. Like it is what it is. Like we know what we know. And that just means a lot. So I think that was huge. Like being able to wish my dad a father's, happy Father's Day and him saying the same to me, like FaceTiming or duo. Like saying that, and y'all was crying on duo today. We we weren't because oh, okay. Naomi was there, and she's like, <laughs> I want I want I want to talk to Daddy Pop Pop, because <laughs> she calls like your your granddad Pop Pop, and mm-hmm. she calls my dad Pop Pop just because you know hmm, I ain't finna make up no name for her. Well, mm-hmm. no, we told these people to come up with their own names, and they didn't come up with them. So I, no, our moms did. Our moms did. And Papa, I call Papa, Papa, so. Yeah, he had it by default, and my dad didn't come up with one, so. <laughs> now you daddy Papa, so. just <laughs> what it is. Um, so that was cool. And then, like, waking up, and I always pray when I wake up, and, like, just waking up with, like, oh, like I have. Like two beautiful people in my life, like my my daughter and my wife, and who make life worth it to begin with. And if I can revert back to what's going on right now, and just being like, can, I'm a, I'm gonna have a quick aside, and then we'll get back to the, like 
positive stuff. But like, yo, I could not imagine like y'all being in trouble or like being in an issue with like police or like somebody in general. Yeah, Naomi. Yeah, you and mm-hmm. Naomi and me having to defend y'all. And it's like, yo, I'm going to tell you right now. I have no intentions on dying on purpose, but mm-hmm. like if y'all in a situation like with the police or somebody in general, like I, I really hope God understands because I'm out. I, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Like, I, like one, if I don't do anything, I couldn't imagine living in a world where like there are two people that I care about the most. Like I just stood there. And watch something happen. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And if I do do something, like it's like, yo, like, I don't. I need to make sure my 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 reason for waking up each morning. Like y'all are my reason for waking up each morning. So how I'm gonna wake up the next day and look us in the I'm, face? Look y'all in the face, and I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly think that that is the piece of power that. Um, that hmm, that these authority figures love to have black males relinquish the most. Like, I think there's, you know, hey, I'm an authority and your black life really doesn't matter. But I think that it turns into, it's a different level of atrocity for an authority figure, police officer, whomever, because they weren't always police officers. They was... Whatever. Yeah, just mm-hmm. white people. Um, But, yeah. So I, I really think that there's there's a place where they not only need to... And, and, it's, and it, I'm not going to get this right in how I'm phrasing it and at this point in life. like, um, I don't really care. But... I feel like back in the day when like slaves were having their slave wives raped, Mm -hmm. like this is the modern day version of it. Like to humiliate a black man or a man of color in front of their family, because you really are making an internal choice. Like, are you making a choice to like be here tomorrow or you're going to make the choice to stand up for, like, what's right today. Yeah. And I think that's the same, like, roadblock. That's the same rock and a hard place that, like, slaves were meeting however many years ago and being like, am I about to let this, you know, this this white man take my wife in here and have his way with her and not really make no move so that I can be here tomorrow? Can I, can and I, this is really like the modern day version of this shit. And, and let me tell you how traumatizing it is. Like mm-hmm. to the fact where like I I don't know because I've never had this conversation with anybody else. But like if you've if you felt this before, like I would love to hear your opinion on it. But like I I sit in the house at night, like I'm watching TV with Ashley, and I'm like, yo, like we'll be watching a show on Netflix or Showtime or whatever. And I'm sitting here, like, I'm hearing, like, random sounds outside. And it's like, yo, like, somebody, 
like just bust in here. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I handle that? If somebody starts shooting, you be like, thinking about that. And it's like, yo, like, what do I do? Like in this situation, it's like I'm a or like for real. Like I'll just like in the middle of the day, like man, if somebody you know like run into my family or mm-hmm. somebody hurts my family, like what do I do in that situation? Like in their right. But it's just like one of those situations, like my family just so happens to be black. Like, what do I, how do I not only comfort, but how do I protect them? Mm -hmm. And how do I protect us? And how do I, how do I sacrifice myself to make sure that they live? Mm -hmm. And like that constant replay, and and it's not even a replay. What, what is it called? Like a uh, precursor, Mm -hmm. a foreshadowing. And I hope it's not a foreshadowing, but like, how do I make sure like they're good? Yeah. Even if I had to sacrifice myself. I gotta, I gotta send you this one chapter in, um, in uh, Charlemagne's second book, because he talks about this same exact thing. Um, yeah, I think you would. I think you. I think it'll bring everything full circle. But I. I think it's so crazy that you had these thoughts because I thought it was just like me nah. that really. So we probably going to bump into each other running to get the gun because <laughs> we both. Um, yeah, I didn't know you had these these same thoughts. I'll be thinking about stuff like that. Man, I had the thought today. Like, it, and as sad as it is, like I had the thought today and knock on wood like that it never happens. But I was like, yo, if somebody... Like, there was a situation where, like, you and Naomi got into something and something happened to y'all. And it's like, I had to defend y'all. And, mm-hmm. and something happened to y'all. And it's like, yo, I got to go out. I have to. Because at that point, I like, I, I see myself. I in the moment, though. But no, like, at that, because, at, and, I, and I phrased it, like, this is how the whole situation played out in my head. Like, we're in front of the judge, you know, like, people, like. I don't know somebody gets like not like not funny, but you know how people will be in front of the judge when like their family member gets called, mm-hmm. like gets hit by a drunk driver or something like that, mm-hmm. like hey pleading to the judge, like whatever the case it is. But it's like yo, like no, you took my family's life, you didn't have to do this, like mm-hmm. because of the choice that you made. So at this point, like this is my family. But here's the other part of it for me, like that personalizes it, where I internalize it. It's like yo, I don't. These are the two people who I live for. Mm -hmm. You shut them away from me. So how do you expect for me to be human Mm -hmm. when you shut the two people, two people who I was at, who I was living for Mm -hmm. from me? How am I supposed to be normal now? Yeah. What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. So I need you. Mm -hmm. I need you now. Mm -hmm. Now or later. So whatever years they finna give you, you're going to have to come off that. Mm Mm-hmm. And as soon as you come off that, you gotta go. You got to, because mm-hmm. I don't have nothing else to live for. Because these people who I woke up every day, Monday through Friday, it's like, hey, I need Damn, to we, figure we out a family? way. No, no, hold on. <laughs> Monday <laughs> through sorry. Friday, where I was like, yo, I need to provide for these people, okay. and then Saturday and Sunday, I need to be here for these people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm giving you my time. I don't have nothing else. You took that from me. Mm-hmm. So whether it's whatever incident or accident, it's like, I, I need you. Mm-hmm. And I need you, like, verbally, like, with us having this conversation right now to so understand that. Like, I... But I also 
want you to understand that I think that it's totally rational to think like this is how far I'm willing to go. That's cool. Like I've I've done the same. I think the most prevalent moment for me is like us getting pregnant and me knowing right off the bat that I was not I like I was not capable to mother a a black boy. Yeah. Like I knew that off the bat. Like I know that the world is coming for this young man. I mean, and they coming for little black girls too, but just in its I, I in my mind there she had some leeway. But a little black boy like you only got about second sec seven seconds of life to where like you're cute and then like the rest of the life like you're a fucking threat. You're a threat, yeah. And so I knew the moment that we got pregnant that I did not have it in me to carry or not even to carry, but to, to be a, a mother and to be mature enough to to raise a boy. I was I wasn't ready. Like I, I still I think I'm I'm more ready now in becoming a mom, but there's so many layers. Like I, it, this could be a whole podcast series on the on the ways where I felt ill prepared to to be that. Mm. Um, and I just I just do. And then the second part of that is, if anybody in this relationship is like the firecracker, it's me, and I think people know that. And I've had this conversation with you, but like, I had Naomi in the car. I was, um, I I was obviously driving. She wasn't driving, but I had Naomi in the car with me, and I'm getting into this lane. A car in front of me is like, go ahead, and then, but the car in back of them was this white lady. And she wasn't having it. Like, nah, we not letting sit. Like, we not letting her go. And so, my car has the the back two windows are tinted. So I don't even know if she saw Naomi in there. But the front windows are not tinted, so you can see me clear as day. So to make a long story short, this is how this story would have went had Naomi not been in the back seat. The lady basically called me like a nigger and a black bitch. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, wait, what? Like, at first she was mouthing it. and Or, or she was saying it, but my window, my windows was up. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, I, f- I think I know. I think I know what she said, but I'm really not sure. So then, sis rose. The, I, she must have saw. She must have saw that I was. I wasn't sure. I wasn't clear on what she said. So she rolled her window down, and got a little louder. Mind you, we in this is morning rush hour Charlotte traffic, easing on like getting off at of 85 to get on 485 or something like that. But it was standstill. Had Naomi not been in this car, I would have got out that car and I would have snatched that lady out the window. So, so not to cut you off, but here's the thing. So, here's the point that resonates with me with that. This lady, one, I'm not there, like, mm-hmm. calls my wife this. Mm-hmm. Secondly, like, this, this isn't 1962. This yeah. is 1960 or whatever. This is this year. This was, you know, in the past year or so. So in the 
in the first two years of my life, and in the first two years of my daughter's life, she's referred to in a negative connotation. She's referred to... Well, not her, but this is the energy she, she's she, around. She, mm-hmm. she hears this energy. Mm-hmm. Like she, she hears a mom mm-hmm. as this. This is this is what she were calling her mom, mm-hmm. in broad daylight, like yeah, in life. My At daughter's like too. Eight like, something in the morning. Eight o'clock in the morning, like on the way to school. Like this is this is how you talking in the presence of my daughter. Mm-hmm. So how you want me to feel? Yeah. So let me finish. So this is what I'm thinking. My reaction is because I honestly can't tell you that somebody has. To my face, called me a nigger ever before in life. Not that I can remember, and I'm sure that I will remember this short. So I'm like completely blown away, like, oh snap. But I'm but I'm really proud of like um how I've grown in my reaction. And so Naomi's in the car. I had just like looked at her, so I know that she's like drift drifting off. She was like still sleepy or whatever or whatever I don't know why but she's drifting off she's in and out of like sleep and so one I I, I start to roll the window down I crack the window and I'm preparing to say something to her and I'm just like what words can I say that I feel wholeheartedly will not affect my kid back to this racist woman. And I really think at one point I had reached to press the gear to put the joint in park. And I thought to myself, these this is these were this was the thought process I had. My first thought was how do I explain this to someone when I whoop when I get out the car, whoop her ass, and just so happen somebody gets out the car and sees Naomi is in the car and like calls CPS. Mind you, I work for a child welfare agency. So I then I think I'm gonna okay, I can't do that. I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> I could possibly lose custody of my kids. So we can't do that. Then my second thought is the energy that this is bringing is not conducive to what I want to raise my kid in. Like, I st- I want to keep her in a bubble of carefree black girl for as long as I possibly fucking can. And so I quickly rolled the window up. And these two or two and a half thoughts happened. Like, I processed this at the speed of fucking light. And I snapped out of it so much. And I can tell you right now, like, people have been posting, like, good vibes only for maybe, like, the last four years or whatever, right? And I've probably been one of those people where I can just, you know, I'm reposting something. Yeah, of course, everybody just wants positive vibes only or good vibes only. But in that moment, like, you would have thought I wholeheartedly, full-fledged had been into chakras energy, like everything for my whole entire life because that was the only thing that mattered to me was protecting the energy that was around Naomi. 
And I dropped her off to school and I literally got back in the car and I was shook. Like not for the woman, like not and not for like, oh, I'm scared. Like all of a sudden I'm in this state of like fear. I was so afraid of who I had become in that moment. I really felt like I had like beat Super Mario Brothers or something. Like I had, I didn't even know that I could level up in that way. Like I didn't even know that I could care about someone as much as I did for Naomi in that in that fucking moment. And I was like, oh, I don't have a clue of the of what like you don't you don't know shit about and this will bring the podcast back to full circle in fatherhood and parenthood or whatever we wanted it to be because this is not the road we wanted to go down or we expected to go down. But like, I don't, I'm a firm believer in this present time that you don't know shit about love, unconditional love until you become a parent. Yeah. So yeah, this um, this Father's Day was really cool. Really enjoyed like the gifts, uh, the camaraderie. What you get? Man, I got like some good stuff. Mm. I guess I got some uh, some clothes, some t shirts, some shorts. I got <laughs> that, on right now. Dad shit. <laughs> dad stuff. I got a um a wireless record player, so I got upgraded. I like a uh, I'm nostalgic. So I like uh, eclectic. So I like uh, older stuff. So I have uh, albums. You know, Miles Davis. Uh, Cold Train. Stuff like that. So And some newer stuff. I have some newer stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I have like uh, Sade. And I mean, you know, I just like listening to good music in its purest form. So I got like a a wireless, I got upgraded to a wireless record player. So that was cool. Really, really nice. Really thoughtful. So I appreciated that. Yeah. And a blue, it, it connects to a Bluetooth, a new Bluetooth stereo, a new Bluetooth uh, speaker that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was really neat to where like I don't have to play it through. The record player. The record player. That Krosky. Yeah, the Krosky, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't working out. It it wasn't that loud. But like this one, it, it, it's crystal clear. So it's pretty cool. I get to hop between generations, if you will. I like that. So I really love it. Like I can go through like playing old school records through Bluetooth. It's pretty neat. Um, what else? Got a, got a car. Got a... Got, Bottles of wine, which is neat. Wife hooked me up with some bottles of my faves. I'm Got a back. hat. I'm talking about the uh, not the bottles of bottles of wine. Your mom did that, but mm-hmm. I was talking about the bottles of like the Woodford Reserve and oh, the yeah. Jack Jack Reserve. That's up there. Baby, who got you a card? Papa got me the card. <laughs> Y'all, my grandpa still put money in cards, y'all. And I appreciate it. He's the cutest. I appreciate him. For real, I appreciate. So it was cool. I mean, and and all that is like well and great. Like it it means the world. 
But I think like what really started to hit home throughout the day was like, yo, I really need to talk about this. Because like every time I had these throughout the day, it was like a thing. It was like the first time I was like, okay. Like mm-hmm. second time I was like, uh, okay. And then like when it kept happening, it's like, oh. Are these thoughts? Like it, thoughts and moments. It's like, yo, I'm really, I'm really breaking down like in these moments. Mm-hmm. So where it was like, like people who my comrades, like, I don't know if you would call, you're not going to necessarily call them coworkers, but like people who are going through the same stuff that you're going through, who like pointed out like, hey, I see you, mm-hmm. which really meant a lot. Like, so even with uh, like my frat brothers being like, oh, okay, happy, happy Father's Day. Like, all right, that means a lot. But like then like Chris, like your, your best friend, like having a conversation with him what and just being like, hey, yo, I see you. Like not not too much of the detail of the conversation, but like, hey, I see you. Mm-hmm. Like that mentalized, like yeah, like uh-huh. you, you've been doing this dad stuff like longer than I have. <laughs> so I really appreciate it coming from you. And then like in text, it's been like yo, like I really appreciate like you doing what you doing. Like I look up to you mm-hmm. and what you got going on. It's like yo, I'm not even doing it. Obviously, like, not doing it for that reason, but, like, and, and not doing it for, like, recognition by any means. Mm-hmm. And never even crossed my mind. But, like, yo, like, like, and I would be, I would be naive to say, mm-hmm. like, yo, like, if that, if that didn't mean something, like, somebody mm-hmm. validating, like, what you're doing and you're freestyling it yourself. Yeah. having no idea like i don't know how moving. to be a dad you're not moving from a blueprint yeah i, I have no blueprint so I, I have no idea on how to be a dad so but outside people to say like hey i i see what you're doing and that inspires me like man i'm, I'm gonna be honest like i'm not i want to <laughs> tell you praise but like that that really means a lot yeah it really means a lot like and then like like having a conversation with like like, for real, my next-door neighbor, like, sitting out there, like, and that was, like, the realest conversation that we've had, like, since we lived next to each other. And, like, I, I had to tell him, I was like, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. I need to step away right now. I'm about to shed a couple of tears. And, like, him just being like, hey, I'm going to, uh, like, I, I see what you're doing. I I appreciate it. Like, I wish I would have had that opportunity like with my kids, and I mean, I'm not gonna say what he said, like just out of out of respect for him, but like just doing like he's older, and he he's older but younger, like he he's relatable, he's just like a good dude, like to the core, like you can tell when you meet good people, and then like him just being like, and then like giving you like the the old like the legit like older black person do vibe like hey i see what you're doing but i'm not gonna let you outdo me <laughs> like that that's what made my night like for real i mean like having a conversation with uh with fire brothers and was like man, them hit me up um i don't know man like just getting that appreciation from like peers mm-hmm. like comrades and it's, it's like, yeah people who know you like who who know like the real you mm-hmm. like it's like going to work like when somebody's like, hey, I see what you're doing. Like I don't know if you're a computer program. Like hey, I see what you did with that uh, that coding right there, and knowing somebody sees you in the language that you speak, mm-hmm. and maybe you're just starting out, or the case is, and you you just found out you're killing it, but you don't know if you are or not. 
And that's what it feels like being a dad. Like, man, I don't even know this language, but I'm just freestyling this thing. And hopefully the codes match up. But yeah. hearing somebody else who's doing the same type of coding that I am, mm-hmm. and, and they recognize it. Yeah, because you don't really know if you got it right or wrong yet until, like, she on the pole or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you she yeah. on the pole, you know you done fucked up. You know, you fucked up somewhere. Nah, man, she on the pole. <laughs> see, see, I, that's where... That's where I have a problem. Babe, let like, my joke ride. Just shut I'm the fuck up. Don't be all. Uh, let her be on the pool. Let me. Is let that me what the be. Fuck cl- you about to say? Let me be cl- politically correct. No, keep that shit in your heart. I'm gonna keep no, it in my heart. No, but just, I need my daughter to know, like, she on the pole and she happy. Like, hey, man, just hey, do your thing. Oh, this would be the last motherfucking podcast <laughs> we do. I know you did. Please don't be say. on the pole, but. If you just so happen to hear this episode and you slide down the pole, I'm gonna mm-hmm. fuck you up. We're going to have a problem, but... I'm talking about you. Oh. We are going to have a problem, apparently. Yeah, we are. You and him talking about all this foreshadowing before the commercial. Now you you foreshadowing some happy pole-ass hoe. I can't be. I'm not going to call him a hoe. Right, right. We can't be. You just want more. You just just want a little more. I think you're capable of more. Yeah. At two. Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I, I knew this conversation shouldn't. I had continued after you said Bone Thugs and Harmony is the best group of all time. I did not say that. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to put words in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but they're from Columbus, Ohio. Man, shout out to Who Bone comes second? Hootie and the Blowfish? All right, man. I'm just asking. Hannah Montana in the gang? All right. <laughs> nah, man. It was just a cool. It was a cool day, man. And and I really wish Father's Day would be that. Like, I think we gotten away from it. Like, when I was growing up, like it was always these conversations. You know, people post on Facebook, like, oh, I wish I would have had a dad, or like, I, I play both roles, or mm-hmm. I know we don't see eye to eye, whatever the case is. But like, I I've really seen recently, and maybe that's just me by virtue of. Like narrowing down the people who I have in my circle or I want to have in my circle of influence, but people really out here bigging up black fathers, and that really means the world to me. So if you're a black father out here, keep doing what you're doing. I really appreciate it. I know this is a freestyle episode, but man, like tell tell another black father that you see who out here just trying to make it happen and making it happen. Like, hey, I see you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, and trust me, that means a lot, especially coming from somebody who looks just like them. Yeah, that's real. I really want to, and I mean, one, it's a strange time right now, and so outside of it being like pandemic, ridiculous America, per usual, I really wanted this Father's Day to mirror like a mother's day because i feel like traditionally the world just goes hella hard for moms yeah white black orange brown whatever like moms are dope and i don't think we give enough credit to how absolutely fantastic black dads are and not to single y'all out but to single y'all out because i think in our time of becoming a parent i've heard way too many white dads say shit that they not gonna do and parents and their child <laughs> and it just makes me question like what the fuck are y'all doing <laughs> like well, why are you here yeah what are you i mean like 
lot of you, what do you want this kid for? <laughs> like, is this what you meant to buy at the store? I don't understand. So, yeah, not to single you out, but to single you guys out. But um, I do think that people are still probably just like, you know, I play both roles or happy, mother, happy Father's Day to my mom or whatever, whatever. You know, and I think a lot of those posts come from a hurt place. Yeah. But I do think that, um, I think that it is a privilege to be a black dad. I think that it's a privilege to have a relationship that has recovered like you and your dad's has. Um, but then I also think that it's a privilege for people like me and you to see the evolution in our timeline because we do spend so much time on the internet. So to be able to recognize that, you know, around 2014-15, niggas was like, fuck Father's Day. (laughs) You know what I mean? And now, here we are and we have moms such as myself and many other moms trying to make you guys feel as special as we do on on our day. Yeah. And I think that that evolution and the witness, to be a witness to that evolution is an honor and a privilege within itself. I will not allow you to prolong this conversation. Appreciate it. So this is our uh, marriage caviar episode for whatever we you listening to it. <laughs> what? For real, because I'm going to get these when we can. I don't know how long this uh this quarantine is going to last, but one thing I've realized is that we can only give y'all us. And yeah. We're, we're not going to just make up episodes. Stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. not going to make up episodes, just be making them up. So y'all going to get them when y'all get them. Yeah, maybe we get, I don't know. We're we'll, we going to try our best. We're we going to have guests coming on, though, so that's cool. Like. Yeah. But other than that, I ain't <laughs> finna... saying that for like two months. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, we ain't finna just make an episode just to be, hey, keep to a timeline. It's not yeah. gonna happen. So... Unless y'all wanna give us something good to talk about. Tell us y'all juicy stuff, because y'all be coming with these softball questions. Mm-hmm. Um, could you uh, tell me about a time where you really felt like, girl, no. All right. We want you to structure a whole episode... No, no, no. About this? Mm-mm, I can go to sleep on that. And y'all would. And we have like 27 listeners for that episode. <laughs> like, why? Because somebody asked us the questions, sis. That's why. Ask the real questions. Yeah, hit us with some hardware stuff. You know, the worst we can say is that's none of your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or act like we didn't see it. Right. So, uh, now nah, hit us up at uh, Marriage Caviar on Instagram. Appreciate y'all listening and supporting and understanding that we're not going to do it the way you want us to. So, yeah, I don't know. Shout out to all the dads, all the black dads. We see you. We appreciate you. Happy and Father's Day. Happy Father's Day until next time. Until next time. Who the fuck are you, Mr. Rogers? All right, man. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs>